Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales. And today I have a very special gift, guest with me. My guest is Tracy McFadden. She is a mompreneur, a grandmother, author, artist, herbalist, Reiki master, and manifesting spiritual badass. Her calling is to share high vibe and loving energy with the world while helping others and herself succeed by infusing the energy of love and success into every aspect of her work, from tech work, working as a co-entrepreneur, to her coloring books, to her custom soul-centered journey. Thank you for being with me today, Tracy. How are you? I am great. I'm so excited to be on the show. Thank you so much for the invite. I am so excited to have you on the show. <laughs> and just, you know, to be fully transparent with our viewers, Tracy and I know each other. We have been friends for a good long while. We have yes. been on the entrepreneurial journey together separately and uh, as co-entrepreneurs for a while now. And so I know quite a bit about you, but I don't know everything. And so I'm hoping you will give me a little bit larger peek into your world. I would be um, happy to. <laughs> I'm excited um, to let you in on some of the things we haven't had a chance to talk about. Absolutely. Well, and one of the things I know we've covered briefly, but haven't gone into a great deal of depth around is your background, your backstory, your youth, your childhood, what was it that brought you to the point of becoming an entrepreneur and going down this road? So tell me a little bit about what you learned and where you came from. Show, show us how you put your pants on one leg at a time too. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, well, just to go back to childhood, I remember being really uh, mystic, mystical. I meditated I um, thought I was seeing like lights. I thought that they were people. I didn't know what they were at the time, but I was a meditator. I saw these things and I was really into like the, the dark, being in the dark and uh, feeling energies and things like that. And, um, you know, as we grow up, people tell us that that's silly. So we forget about these things. And I yeah. forgot for a real long time. Oh, wow. And, yeah, like, and was, it sounds like an Id idyllic kind of childhood. Was, was it really idyllic? Well, around certain people, it was really cool because they were like, I bet you can't guess this card. And I would, like on the bus yeah. to school, you know, people were like, what number am I thinking about? And I would most of the time get it right. Um, but around adults, adults were like, what are you doing? It's weird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I put myself in a different world. Um, I created my own reality. And that's where I had my happy place. And if, even if things were going bad, I could go to this place that only I knew about and um, live a different life. So I kind of did that in, in real life, even forgetting about all of this intuitive stuff and all of the woo stuff. I left it behind. But I still kind of ended up creating these magical experiences throughout my 20s and into my 30s. And um, So what else was going on in your life that you felt like you needed this bubble to live in? 
Well, growing up where I grew up was kind of poor. We were, you know, really in a lot of poverty and there was a lot of drug abuse and violence around me. And um, so I had a safe place with my grandmother. You know, my grandmother lived in the hills. She had this huge house, this beautiful neighborhood. And then I would go home and it would be a totally different scenario. So in order to keep myself sane as a single, you know, I was the only child for 12 years. So being the only child, I had to come up with things to keep me distracted from what was going on around me. So I imagined myself in different places. And a lot of times some of these experiences ended up becoming like real things. Like I would be like, wow, I'm going on a trip. And I was just thinking about, Going on a trip. Trip. <laughs> I wanted to go to the zoo, and oh, the school is having a zoo trip. Yay! Um, but I never knew what was going on. I didn't know that this was a, a, a law of the universe. So I didn't. I didn't care. It just happened so easy. I want pizza tonight, and it came. I want some new clothes. My grandmother would pick me up to go buy new clothes. I want a new hairstyle, and my mom's taking me to get my hair done at a salon. Um, and I'd say that without those roots coming back would have been harder. Yeah. Without knowing that there was magic in my past, in my childhood, I'm not sure that I would have, um, found it again as easily as I did um, when I was in my thirties. So you mentioned that you had kind of lost touch with that, drifted away from it. What, what did that look like? How did that happen? Well, when you, when you grow up, <laughs> you start to be an adult, you know, you have all these other things that take up your time. Yeah, there's all this adulting you're expected to all do, All this right? adulting and paying bills and going to work. And so the art fell away. I wasn't drawing as much. I would doodle, but nothing really big. Um, the magical side was still happening things would still happen. And I always believed that there were ghosts, you know, Mm -hmm. and things on the earth as well. Um, So, you know, I would see things happen and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But I wouldn't like (laughs) dive in, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just saw that. Um, Did you see that? Oh, you didn't? Oh, too bad for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it was cool for me to have those experiences um, and start to see that it was still available to me, um, even as an adult. But I still was like, nah, I'm not going to dive into this, to this thing. Okay. So in the midst of all of this adulting, um, how did you start to wake up to the fact that maybe you needed to approach things differently, more like you did as a child, not as you were taught to be as an adult? Well, my daughter actually is the one who facilitated um, me reactivating that, which is kind of funny because she wasn't that kind of kid. Um, she had seen a show called The Law of Attraction. Mm-hmm. And she had me watch it. And we were in the midst of living on um, a block, which is uh, the drug spot in a neighborhood. They call it the block. And that's where all the drug dealers stay and stand. And we were in the epicenter of that. So I watched the video. And it didn't really stick. 
But I started meeting people. I, I met a Catholic woman who told me about the saints and, and sent me and my son some rosary beads. And she started saying, you know, you can ask these, these entities for assistance. And um, so I started doing that. You know, like if I lose my keys, I ask the saint that helped you with lost things to find it. Yeah. And I would find it. And it was kind of like, well, this is cool. I yeah, need to do this. This is I got people to delegate to now. <laughs> I have some people I can ask. Um, so um, I'd say after that, I started living kind of like that, you know, using my rosary beads to say positive things and to pray. I was always kind of religious. Um, I moved, and she brought the video up again. It was huh? on TV. It was on PBS. Mm-hmm. And I watched it again, and I cried. Oh, now it's starting to land. Now it's landing because now I understand that uh, everything that I had been seeing was real, that I wasn't crazy and didn't need medication. Right. That what I was hearing was real. The numbers are real. The lights that I see, they are people. Yes. And that they're here to help. So learn how to hear them and interpret their messages. And so that's when I started like looking up, what does 1111 mean? Yeah. And what does 111 mean? Because I was seeing them everywhere. Oh, sure. um, Yeah, I was able to. The, the uh, activation, you're, you're waking up, you're coming I'm waking up. Keep going. Hey, keep yes. going. Um, I would do little tricks with my daughter, like, watch, I can make all the lights green when we take you to school. And she was like, yeah, right. And I was like, watch, it's so cool. I do it all the time. So I set the intention going out. And as we were going downtown, downtown, all of the lights would be green. And then I would say, we're going to get a front row parking spot too. Mm-hmm. And she would say, oh, yeah, right. Front row parking space. Somebody pulls out as we're pulling up. And so she knew that what she had shown me was real too. And, um, that was the base of the awakening. Mm. Now, a few years later and a couple moves later, I've always moved a lot. And um, we ended up in this beautiful home. And I said, it's time. Let's do this for real. So every day I did my mantras. Every day I wrote my gratitude. I wrote a hundred times a day. Thank you. Just thank you. And I envisioned who I was thanking. and. I believe that propelled my ascension uh, to to go faster and things in my life also started to manifest and change as well. All right. So, so tell me about some of the things that showed up for you after you've done all of this gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, jobs came to me. Like I, I was living in poverty. I was without a job with these two kids. I had a tw- at this point, I had a 14, 15 year old and a and a um, three year old, <laughs> and <laughs> I needed a job. And I got a call from a friend. She was like, "Hey, you need to apply to this job today. You're gonna get it today, and we're starting orientation next week." And I'm like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> okay." <laughs> I have put in like 50 applications, so I don't mind. So I put in the application and I got the job and it was the highest paying job that I had in a very long time. I was uh, an insurance agent. Now I was licensed in like seven states. 
and I was working 12 hours a day and making really good money. And um, I got tired of it. Yeah. Now, I want to backtrack just a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you're writing, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And this friend calls and offers you a job. But the other thing I kind of want to bring forward for people because it's important. Were you just sitting on the sofa waiting for someone to call you with a job? No. No. um, What I learned about the law of attraction that a lot of people are missing is that um, they think that they can just do the thank yous and the gratitude and the affirmations and not do anything else. Um, What happens, though, is quite opposite. Um, You do the thank yous, you do the gratitude, and then you get an inkling. I should go to um, Indeed.com today and put in Mm -hmm. some applications. And that's what you're supposed to do because that energy is saying, I can get a job and I'm going to do the work to get the job. And you make calls when you get that feeling that you get is actually a lot of times the universe saying, I need you to do this so that I can do that. Yes, go over here so that this will happen. Yes, go over here so you're already ready when they say to send your resume into the job you're going to get. Because had I not been applying, it would not have been easy for me to apply because I wouldn't have known how they were applying for things in that time. Yeah, you wouldn't online. have had the resume ready to go. No. You wouldn't have had cover letters ready to go. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have already gone to the programs to help me get suits and stuff to wear to interviews so that I could look presentable. And so those things were stacked in front of me outside of the thank yous and the gratitude. I didn't realize at the time. It was like being set up for success so that once the thing happens, I don't have anything hard to do. And it was that easy. Applied. I got the call. I did the call, the interview on the phone. I had been doing interviews because I was So you were in in, practice. Yeah. Yeah, I was in practice. So this was easy. I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm the best candidate. So when do I start? You know, I had a lot of confidence and um, I was hired. And I was surrounded with, this is the funny thing. I was surrounded with people who talked about crystals Uh and energy. All all my desk mates, they used to bring me sage. And I was like, wow, I haven't seen sage since I was like a teenager. Okay. And crystals, I haven't seen this since I was in my 20s. All this is coming back around. I'm finding feathers. You end up in this place that's going to continue to connect you into your magic. Right. It was the next step towards who I am today. And um, so what, like, the leap happened, um, I want to say, a year later. A year after I got this job, I started getting really tired of working there and the hours and the stress. And um, my mom will tell you, I've never wanted to work for anybody. So an entrepreneur was the right choice. Being an entrepreneur was right. Yeah, yeah we, we, we become unemployable at a certain point. I know I yeah. worked for many years for other people, and there was always this, this chafing. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's kind of this energetic chafing that goes on, and it's like this just isn't the way it's supposed to be. No. There's something I'm supposed to be doing. I need to be out you know, having a business, doing a business. And, yes. And I, 
I know on my entrepreneurial journey, and you can tell me if this is the same on yours, the business that you start with is never the business that eventually takes off. It's like you put on business training wheels and you try this for a while and you get some success, but maybe not everything you want. And then you go try this other thing for a while. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly how it is. Um, Because my next step was the first uh, entrepreneurial gig that I had. And um, And I ended up having to quit my job for it. I'm, I'm going to actually pause you right here because okay. we're going to have to go take a break. But I want to hear about that first entrepreneurial venture and what that leap looked like. So if you are out there listening to us at home, I would invite you, if your job has ever chafed you, if you're thinking about making the entrepreneurial leap, or even if your job has been yanked under out from under you right now, um, kind of take a little piece of paper and spend some time around what are the things that have been working for you? What are the things that have not been working for you? What are the things you'd like to see? So do that real quick for two minutes and we will be right back from the break. So stay with us. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you feeling anxious, afraid, overwhelmed, or even panicky during this difficult time? Well, that's why 30 spiritual guides, teachers, and healers banded together to give you for free our best tips to empower you to thrive during this or any crisis and leave you feeling loved, supported, calm, and in more control of your life. To begin receiving your daily 10-minute videos, just go to 30daythrivalguide.com and enter your email. That's 30daythrivalguide.com. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with Tracy McFadden, the redoubtable, unsinkable Tracy McFadden. <laughs> and she is about to tell us about how she took that first leap into entrepreneurship. So what, what were the signs that you needed to go first? 
Um, well, I was a very good rep and I got a lot of accommodations and awards and things of that nature. And when that started to die down and I started to kind of being isolated, I knew that the time was coming. Yeah. I was still feeling okay working there, but there was something in the air. And um, uh, suddenly our calls dropped. We, mm. we stopped getting as many calls. And then I had an emergency with the family and I had to take off work to help my, my daughter keep my granddaughter. Mm. And so it was kind of like everything was stacking up for me to stop working at this company um, naturally. I didn't have to do anything. I went on a family medical leave, um, which was like, whoa, I'm not working. And after yeah. a couple of weeks, I'm not going to be making any money. And um, I needed to extend the family medical leave to take care of my granddaughter. And uh, suddenly I was getting messages from the job saying that they were doing away with my position. Oh, no. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so now I can't even go back. And then they offer us a severance. And I'm oh. like, wait, that's not bad. Hold on. I'll, so I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I can sell medical leave. And I get I'm money. get a severance and unemployment. So now I'm out of a job. And I've got some money to take care of my bills for a little while. And so... I said, so what do you do? Do yeah. you want to go back? No, nah, I don't want to go back. So what do you want to do? And these are like, I'm having this conversation in my head. I'm like, I don't know what to do. You show me. God, tell me where to go. And what's and up? <laughs> entrepreneur Incubator on Facebook. Really? All right. Tell me about Entrepreneur Incubator <laughs> on Facebook. Well, Entrepreneur Incubator was a place for new and older entrepreneurs to network together and learn from each other and grow in your own business. A lot of them were life coaches, and I had never experienced being connected to a life coach or a mentor in my life. And seeing this camaraderie and this connection with other people uh, really drew me all the way in. And so I decided I was going to be an entrepreneur. And I had no idea what I was going to do because all I had known was customer service and being, you know, on a phone or working in a factory. Um, so to be an entrepreneur, what the hell do you do? Well, yeah, it's a whole different way of functioning for sure. Yeah, but I, I like not having to go to a job. So I wanted to make it work. And people were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, you, you're just going to not go back. Yeah, I'm not going back. You're not putting in applications? No, I'm not putting in applications. Well, that's, you're, you're stupid. You're going to lose yeah, everything. This is suicide, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. Well, and it's, it's scary to someone who's always been an employee, and that's the only thing they know, right? Is oh, someone yeah. providing them with an opportunity to make money and telling them what they need to do to get right. that check every week. So what do you do? So how did you shift out of that employee mindset into the entrepreneurial mindset? Well, I dove into my spirituality. Okay. And I listened to chants and, and mantras, and I accepted that the universe would provide and show me what to do. And, and what were you shown? Reiki. I was okay. shown Reiki. Um, it was at the end of the year, and Udemy had a course 
in Reiki online. And I was like, I've never heard of this, but it sounds cool. Sounds like something I'd like to do. And so I was attuned and it was very emotional and I could feel things happening in my hands. I um, had experiences like my ghosty experiences, but they were amplified Mm -hmm. to where there was no doubt that there was something else helping me and showing me things. And even my family was like, yeah, you got some weird stuff going on around you. I don't know about if I want to be involved. (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's that's a choice they have to make, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to stop. And so let's see where it goes. And I opened up a Reiki practice. And um, that's how I made money is teaching people Reiki and giving Reiki sessions and reading. And that was really the beginning of the biggest shift of my life. Okay. I'm very grateful for that, that class and entrepreneur incubator. Well, and I know it didn't stop there because I, in our minds, we want to think, oh, she found Reiki and this is the center of what she does now and, and that's it. And we tend when we spiritually <laughs> awaken to think that spirit's going to have us do spiritual things to earn our money. And that's not always the case. So how did, how did it roll out from there? Well, you got to create a website when you, <laughs> when you become an entrepreneur, <laughs> unless you have $20,000 to give somebody else to do it for you. And I didn't have even 5,000, not even 1,000. I was yeah. starting from scratch. So um, I got a Wix website and I started, you know, learning how to create websites, email funnels, sales funnels, sales funnels, email campaigns, all this new technology that I didn't even know existed and all this terminology that I didn't understand. And I almost wanted to crack my computer over my head a couple of times, but um, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually got pretty good at it. <laughs> I am really good at it now. Um, it was very worth it. So while doing the Reiki, while um, learning to do make jewelry, I was also learning this techie stuff. And so um, I moved from North Carolina to Florida. Um, and I love how simply you say that because I think there was probably a lot more beyond, behind that. What were the circumstances under which you said, A, I want to move, I need to move, and how did you go about doing it? Because I don't think you hired a bunch of corporate movers and they packed everything up and just dropped you in Florida. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, it didn't end up like this. I was, I was um, at the end of a relationship. I didn't have, I only had a few friends um, and my mom where I was at. And I kept feeling like I needed to move somewhere else. I just kept being pulled. I felt it in my, in my solar plexus area that I, I was being pulled somewhere. So I said, okay, universe. Uh, I wrote a letter, actually. It's on my Facebook, on my old Facebook. I said, okay, universe, uh, I want to move. And this is what I want. I want to be near the beaches. I want great weather. I want to be in a good neighborhood with good schools. And I want to feel safe. And so funny things started happening. Um, Like what? (laughs) So my grandmother gave me a bill before she died. 
And okay. my son's 13, so she died way before I began being an entrepreneur. I never paid attention to this bell until now. I looked at it, and it had Florida on it. Oh. I was like, wow, okay. I wonder if that's a message. Is that a message? <laughs> I said, and so I said, okay, I'm going to let it just kind of float out there. And one of my friends from Florida reached out to me and was like, uh, hey, I want to help you learn how to do more computer stuff and uh, this entrepreneur stuff. And I really think that, you know, you're a really good person and I want to see you succeed. I was like, wow, that's weird. Okay, Florida. Okay. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thank you. And so I'm driving down the street one day and I'm thinking, I need to sign like an impromptu sign. So universe, can you send me like an impromptu sign of where I'm supposed to go? Because I really need to know something. So the car behind me pulls over into the lane beside me and pulls over in front of me, passes me. Florida plates. Yep. Florida plates. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's three. That's all I need. I'm good. So we got the bell, we got the friend, and now we got the tag that says Florida. And so I talked to the friend from Florida that was teaching me the techie stuff, and I'm like, I have no idea where to go. She said, well, you can move to my area. All right, what's in your area? She sends me, you know, information. I don't know anybody here. And, um, well, other than the one friend. Other than her. Yeah. That's it. And um, so I made a decision I was going to move there. And I started putting things in place. Um, I started selling my things. That's when people started thinking, like, she really lost it. She quit her job. She started being an entrepreneur. She's doing this reiki, 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 whatever. And now she's selling all of her shit. <laughs> now she's selling all of her shit. I just went to her house and her couch is gone. She just sold her bed and sleeping on an air mattress. All her shit is packed up. She gave me some paintings. Yeah, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm out of here. And um, I packed up my, at the time I had a little two-door Mercedes. And my son and my cat and what we could carry. No furniture. Yeah. Suitcases only. Suitcases and boxes. And TVs. Because I wasn't leaving with TVs. But. <laughs> so I drove um, that night to Florida. And um, we ended up getting here. and We were homeless. Because the place that we had tried to get actually was a scam. Oh. But. But that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Because my friend put us up in her house while we looked for somewhere to stay. And we only stayed there for 30 days and we were in our own place. So all of this is for, it, all of this is proof that the universe has your back. And if you, no matter how scared you are, that's the part that you have to work through. It's not what comes after you make the decision that you have to work through. It's the fear to do it in the first place. Exactly. And there can be a substantial amount of fear. I, I, when we were getting ready for this interview, I mentioned to you that you, you're very courage, courageous in following your soul signature and following the crumbs that the universe gives you. And what did you tell me? Oh, God, now I've forgotten. I just think <laughs> you were complete. I said you're courageous. Brain. You said it didn't oh, feel no, that it way. Oh, it no, doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like courage. It feels all fear, but something inside of me says, just do it anyway. Just do it. What, what do you have to lose? Yes. And, and the things you have to lose in that moment are far less than what you have to gain. If you really take stock of it and if you really pay attention to 
what you're afraid of losing is mostly people's and other people's fear. Opinion. <laughs> yeah, and their opinion. They Oh, they're going to think you're crazy if you just pack up your kid and move to Florida. And... So they're back here where I came from. They're not yeah, going to be in Florida anyway. So they don't even, I don't even talk to these same people. Um, that, and you said that is courage. Yes. And if that's courage, then I, I will be courage. I will be courageous. And I will continue to follow the science that the universe has given me because it hasn't stopped. It's only gotten better as I've been in Florida. Only the the message are be messages are being interpreted easier as well. Yes. So following those breadcrumbs here led me to understand so many other things about myself and this path that exactly. we're taking we're on this journey. <laughs> now I know you've had a few more twists and turns. You you were doing Reiki, you moved into this soul centered jewelry design and you have some fabulous, fabulous pieces by the way. Thank you. you should you should if you're listening, you need to go check out Soul Fire Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. If you like jewelry, she's got some amazing stuff. So anyway, um what were some of the signs that like the Reiki and the jewelry wasn't the final stop on your entrepreneurial journey? Well, I have a lot of friends who are intuitive and I take I only get readings from certain people and I had gotten a reading from one of my friends and she had said, um, the jury thing is only the jury thing if you choose for it to be long-term, but it, there's something else that you're going to end up doing. And I was like, you know what? The jury's bringing me in money. So I'm going to do jury right now. And um, I did jury for straight two years. And I realized recently that um, a lot of the jury I made, I made out of desperation in order to make money. Mm. And that started to feel disconnected yeah. from how I was feeling now because I don't feel desperate at all. I feel very free. So um, I thought jury was going to be the th I thought I was going to have a jury store and everything. <laughs> 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 nope. Um, so what happened? So, so I was going to say, what were some of the signs that it was time to shift out of the jewelry? You had this feeling of disconnection. Yeah. What were some um, of the other things that happened? Well, I stopped getting sales and interest in the jewelry. Mm. And I thought, well, maybe it's me. And then I was like, nah, because your jewelry is great. It's not you. It's not the energy in the jewelry. It's not how pretty the jury is. This is not what you're supposed to do right now. Mm. So when that happens and I don't have the answer, I, I go, uh, universe, hey, what do you want me to do now? I love that. And on that <laughs> note, we're going to take our second break. So if you are out there listening, I want you to take that little pad of paper and I want you to write down some of your signs. I want you to write down some of what, seem to be go signs for you? What seem to be stop signs for you? What has the universe been putting in front of you repeatedly right now that perhaps you need to think about and give a little bit more consideration to and hang with us because we will be right back after the break.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you feeling anxious, afraid, overwhelmed, or even panicky during this difficult time? Well, that's why 30 spiritual guides, teachers, and healers banded together to give you for free our best tips to empower you to thrive during this or any crisis and leave you feeling loved, supported, calm, and in more control of your life. To begin receiving your daily 10-minute videos, just go to 30daythrivalguide.com and enter your email. That's 30daythrivalguide.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I am here talking with Tracy McFadden about her journey her soul journey through life and into entrepreneurship. So you started getting these signs, besides the feeling of being a little disconnected from what you were doing, that it was time to move on to something else. The interest dropped in the jewelry, the sales weren't quite there. What were some of the doors that opened for you? How did the universe answer that question of what you're supposed to be doing next? Well, the first thing I noticed is that I didn't feel any guilt or shame for not making jewelry. That's beautiful. That's a, that was a big deal because uh, before, while making jewelry and being into that business, I had an urge every day to make a piece. But now I'm having no urge to make a piece of jewelry and I didn't care. Mm. And so I met a friend and she's an artist and she was like, you know what, you should draw. See how drawing goes. So I started drawing and somebody said, you know what, you should make a coloring book. And I'm like, a coloring book? A coloring book, okay. I got another message. You should make a coloring book. These are great. You know what? These would be really cool to color. Yeah. Okay. I will make a coloring coloring book. book. Thank you, universe. (laughs) Thank you. How how many different people did the universe talk to you through until you make a coloring book? (laughs) Three. (laughs) So threes are important. If you're out there listening and you are getting things in threes, Pay attention. Those are messages of something you should be doing. And if you're afraid to do it, you should go ahead and do it, especially if three or more people told you to. Mm -hmm. 
So now I have three coloring books. One is going to be published on Amazon uh, within the next week. And uh, so that was just the beginning. Um, Then I got a message from a great friend that I work for now (laughs) that said, hey, um, you know, I know you were doing trying to do the VA thing. Uh, you still trying to be an admin? And I was like, yeah, I'm still trying to be an admin. This is weird because I was looking for the next thing I was supposed to be doing. Well, I'm getting ready to do a summit and I will, I'm going to need some help. So you want to work for me? Uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do I sign up? <laughs> Where do, what do you need? <laughs> um, so immediately I started working as a virtual admin. And soon realized that I was more than just a virtual admin, that I was actually actively um, helping my entrepreneur friend be a better, more organized and consistent entrepreneur. And a more effective entrepreneur. And more effective. Make better decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we coined my new title as co-entrepreneur. And that is what I'm doing currently. I am uh, a soul-centered, web design, virtual admin, project manager, and I care. Co-entrepreneur. Co-entrepreneur. <laughs> if, you need, if you need somebody to tell you you're, you're messing up and you need to get straightened back out, um, I will do that. If you need someone to call your contacts and set up business meetings, I'll do that too. I'll schedule your calendar out. I'll do graphics and create a website and, and manage your projects. <laughs> and funnels and... Oh, yeah. Email campaigns and, and so many other things. I, I think in some ways, even in that description, you're selling yourself short because you look at a much bigger picture than the average uh, virtual assistant would. You, you're much more like a business manager and co-entrepreneur. And yes. so we'll, we'll just completely come clean and say that that person who moved you over that threshold was me. Yes. Uh, but I am not also your only client. <laughs> no, no. Um, that, was, that was also one of the things that we manifested after I started working for you that let me know that I had made the right decision is that other business came in and other entrepreneurs were interested in what I was doing. And um having made the step to say, or taking the leap to say, okay, jury might be done right now. Are you okay with that? And being okay with it and being happy doing what I'm doing now. I think I expressed that on several occasions, how satisfied I was with what I was doing. And I'm still am. And, um, so that's, that's my new job now, or it's my new business. Your new gig, really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm really happy to, um, to have gone through the journey and to realize the connections from my past that led me here. If I had never taken the FMLA, if I hadn't taken the severance and quit my job and said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and do something else. If I hadn't joined Entrepreneur Incubator and met the people I met that taught me how to do sales funnels and email campaigns and build websites and Reiki and being a life coach, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. And I probably wouldn't be doing my, my current life purpose if I hadn't made those steps and listened to the universe. 
Absolutely. Well, and you have, um, you've shown me a few things as we've moved along. And one of those things is around like manifesting types, because people have different manifestation styles. I mean, you, you read a book like The Secret or whatever, and you see it and you go, oh, well, everybody has to do it this way. And the truth of the matter is, there are some people who can't manifest unless they're in perfect alignment with their life purpose. There are some people who, who need to speak it to manifest. You, you are one of the people who, who needs to speak what it is. Yeah. All I had to do is say it. Um, say it out loud. If I want to see purple cars, like right now, I'll probably start seeing purple cars. Because you just said you wanted to see them. Because I want, yeah, I said it. Um, and that, you know, that is my style. And a lot of people say, you know, well, you're not in alignment. You're you're not in alignment because you're not talking right, or you're not in alignment because you're you're not going to manifest that because of this. But I know my style, and if yes. I say something and then I let it go, I already know that the universe is working on it and me throughout, yep. so that it'll bring it into me. So many things have come to me in that way. A free car. Well, I was going to ask you to tell that story. <laughs> tell, tell the story about the car. <laughs> the free car. Um, so I had been without a car. My Mercedes conked out on me uh, after I had been here, I think, about a year. And um, so me and my son were walking. And throughout that, I was kind of complaining a lot about it. I was really frustrated. I was really tired. It's hot in Florida. And having to go to the store was a pain. Um, oh, yeah. Lugging bags is no fun. No fun. Bus, Uber, walking, it doesn't matter because you feel rushed because it's not your ride. Yeah. So um, something said, well, you need to stop complaining then because <laughs> I was what, complaining. It's just bringing you like more. Was that like a voice in the back of your head that said that? or Yeah, I get these little, you know, nudges to say, hey, I need you to stop complaining. I need you to do this. Okay. So the voice said, Every, I need you to go ahead and start getting rid of the, the old car. And I need you to start mm. seeing a new car. So it was sitting in the driveway taking up sit- the space. It was taking up the space. And I, here I am looking at this car. I'm feeling bad every day. Oh, yeah. So I sold the car for scrap. And I started looking out the window and seeing myself with a car out there, not really seeing what kind of car it was. I would see different kinds of things. And then um, I would visualize uh, going down the street with the window open and the music blasting and how that would feel. Mm, yes. And I just started saying over and over again, wouldn't it be cool if I got a free car? <laughs> it wouldn't be cool if someone gave me a car. <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if somebody gave me a car? My daughter was like, girl, that would be the bar, honey. Somebody just say, here's the keys. And we would imagine, you know, like make up these little role plays where I got in the car. And um, so I just said, I, I need a car. And I want a car. And I don't care how I have to do it to send whatever I need to have in order to make it happen. And so... The friend that brought me down here, that put me up in her home, um, she messages me one day, I need you to call me because I got something important I need to tell you. And I'm at the point working on my yard. I didn't even pay the message any attention. I looked at it. I was like, okay. I went back to work. Nonchalant. <laughs> Three hours later, I messaged my friend because I'm like, I'm going to finish this yard first. 
because I'm a procrastinate. But anyway, I missed, I called her back and she said, um, I got a car for you. And it's like, oh, cool. How much is it? It's like, they're giving it to you. What? Yeah, all you got to do is get the insurance and the tax and um, the car yours. Boom. Boom. Car in the driveway. Car in the driveway. And it was really cool because, like, I needed the, the I think it was like five or $600 in order to get the tags and stuff. And I simply put out a post and messaged one person. Mm. I put a post. I said, look, I need to buy my stuff because I got a car for free and I need to get tags and insurance. And registration and people were like here's twenty dollars here's thirty dollars here's fifty dollars here let me buy that uh that piece yeah, of let me get that necklace. Yeah, yeah let me get that necklace right there and um i messaged a friend who buys uh pendulums from me uh yearly and i said look are you ready for your order because i could really use it because i'm being given a car and she purchased a quarter of 30 pendulums so there i had the money in two days Easy, easy, easy. Every when the universe speaks, it's easy. You just have to be listening and do the work, and you, you have to be willing to step forward into it, right? Yeah, because what's what's more scary than to take the only car that you've had that's here with you in Florida, not having any money to buy a new car, and get rid of it? Mm-hmm. That was I was like, oh my god. I was going to get it fixed. What am I going to do now? I'm not even going to have a car. But I paid bills with the money. <laughs> like a couple months later, I had a car. Exactly. So you have to kind of open up. You have to open up the space. You got to be willing to let those attachments go. Well, and I love that you didn't allow the fact that you didn't have cash in your bank account at that instant to stop you from saying, I can find a way to pay for the tags. I can find a way to buy the insurance. I can take the actions that I need to take to make that money appear in my bank account. It will. It it will appear. It always appears. Um, And I think that that goes back to a new belief. I didn't always believe that, that money can come to me easily or that I can make money easily. Um, And I think that's what a lot of people out here are doing. We think that it has to be hard. And anything contrary to that, because that's what we were taught, anything contrary to that is hogwash. Mm. But give it a try. Like, I always say experiment. I'm a scientist at heart. The scientist and the techie at heart. I think that's part of the reason we get along so well. Yeah. It's like, let's just experiment with this. Let's just do an experiment. See if you can, if you like coffee. See if you can manifest a free cup of coffee. Just say it. Just see it. See somebody handing you a free cup of your favorite coffee, a free coupon, a free gift card, a free uh, ad, a link to a free coffee. Just see. Yeah. And and if it comes, then you know that you can do that with other things. Try $5 next. Try $20. Try a whole meal. And to be honest, if you believe it and you start watching for the signs, it's going to come period. Yeah, exactly. That's the magic. (laughs) And the thing to do is to set the intention out there and then just let it go. Yes. Don't, don't pick around it all the time and go, okay, where's my coffee showing up? Who's, who's got my coffee? Just, just be, 
relaxed and yes. ready for the happen. coffee to arrive. Because it, it, it will. Curious. Curious about how this is going to happen. Yes, curious and excited like yes, it's Christmas. Exactly. But I am going to get some coffee and watch how it happens. And I can't it's wait. It's going to be so cool to see how this shows up. Exactly. You have to, one of the biggest steps, though, is letting it go. And I think that a lot of people don't. It's kind of like when your taxes are coming and people are checking, where are my taxes? Where are my taxes? Where are my taxes? That's right. Where's my refund? Damn it. Don't you know it's coming? You know it's coming. Yeah. So what you're supposed to do is like when you order from Amazon. You order from Amazon, you pay for your piece or whatever you bought. They give you a notification. We received your payment and we will let you know when it's going to be shipped. And then they'll send you a little thing that says it's going to be shipped. And you let it go. You say, oh, okay, I ordered. It went through. I'm good. I'll get my order in like three days. You get a shipping number. Yeah, that's just how the universe works, because as soon as you make the decision and you let it go and you have the intention of receiving something, you get your email confirming your order. It might happen in somebody calling you and saying, I got something I need you to see or I got something I want you to do. Or you get an inkling to call somebody or an ad comes through your phone. Those things are your confirmation email. Those things are your shipping or tracking information. The 111, the 222, start looking them up. Find out what they mean for you. Connect the dots because the universe is always speaking, even if it's just a butterfly or a picture of an owl every day. Those things are messages. I love it. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I do appreciate you you coming on and being my, my special guest. And thank you to all of you out there listening to us today. If you have any questions around manifesting or you'd like to reach out to myself or Tracy, go ahead and send an email to askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.